listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who that nigga think you frontin' no man, man? Get the fuck off my stage, I'm the sand man. Get the fuck off my dick, that ain't right. I make a play fucking up your whole life. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro on Richard Pryor. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Still to take you down right on your mama couch and polo socks. Hey, this shit way too crazy. Hey, hey. you do not amaze me. Hey, hey. I don't fabricate it. Wait, hey. hold on, wait. I'm about to say, you slow to beat down. Hey. I blew cool from AC. Hey, Obama just paged me. Hey, I don't fabricate it. Hey, most of y'all be faking. Hey, hey. I'm still modest about it. Hey, hey. she elaborated. Hey. hey, this that great poupon that Avion that TED talk. Hey, watch my soul speak. You let the meds talk. Hey. hey, if I kill a nigga, it won't be the alcohol. Hey. hey, I'm the realest nigga. After all, bitch, be humble. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Bitch, be humble. Sit down. <laughs> uh, we are live on a Monday. Ready to do some podcasting uh hopefully uh you guys are ready to hear some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes time out to do that please don't just let that be a thing i say up front do it if you haven't left us a five star review go ahead and do one right now leave us a five star review we want to read that on saturday and go hey they really appreciate us uh you can find uh you can also do stuff like uh go to our website leave comments become a premium member at the blackguywithtips.com slash premium hear all the stuff that people are talking about um and uh email us the blackguywithtips at gmail.com um you can also uh give us a phone call leave us a two minute or less voicemail 704-557-0186 a lot of you guys hit us up about this next thing i'm about to play on uh, saturday night live people said that they played guest race and i said what no way and i watched the this the the skit with karen it was, it was so funny hilarious it's not exactly guess the race so y'all can chill with all the like y'all gonna sue them somebody out there listening to y'all taking y'all ideas i don't think we are even close to the first niggas that thought about Mm-mm. uh the thought about this, this concept shit, this we made hilarious. a game out of it and we might be the first people that did that but we're definitely not the first person thought of concept i remember i used to listen to keith and a girl and they make that joke and i was like man that'd be a funny game so you know inspiration where it's due man i mean hopefully keith and the girl don't sue us and then we won't have to sue snl and nobody's suing okay everybody just getting along one big happy family uh but this skit was too good and keenan was in it Welcome back to WANU Midday News. Coming up, the mayor's office announced a bold new plan to revamp the city's infrastructure. And it's about time. But first, yet another gas station has fallen prey to an armed robbery. A Shell station in the 4,000 block of the highway was robbed around 11.45 a.m. this morning, making that a total of seven gas stations to be attacked in the last week. Ooh, scary stuff. And we're told the suspect remains at large. But authorities believe they now have a credible description of the perp. The suspect, described as a white male... Love it! (laughs) Now, those listening to audio only... (laughs) First of all, go look up the skit if you have it. But uh, that's the two black cast members of the news uh, desk. There's four of them, two white, two black. 
and so of course you know uh the black people were celebrating the fact that it was a white man who did the crime mm-hmm. i'm sorry what 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 are you two celebrating oh nothing we're just glad that we know what the criminal looks like and he ain't one of us <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know what i'm talking about <laughs> Anyway, the suspect (laughs) was last spotted fleeing the scene on foot. So anyone with this information is being asked to contact the MPD immediately. Yes, help us catch this white criminal. (laughs) In other news, a Ponzi scheme has shaken some of Miami's wealthiest residents. That's one of y'all for show. (laughs) Clement Smith of Clement Smith Investment Securities is accused of committing this egregious white-collar crime. Right there in the name. Smith is said to have been operating a multi-billion dollar Ponzi scheme. No, you know black people ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> he was arrested this morning in Boca Raton. It's oh. a black guy. And look at that. <laughs> He's black. Really? What? Okay. So I guess we tied, you know. One of ours for one of yours. No, I, this is ridiculous. No one's keeping score. Okay. We have an update on that tropical storm we've been tracking. Let's hear from WANU weatherman Dennis Jones. Dennis? He's black. Thanks, Pam. What we've previously been calling a tropical storm has upgraded to a Category 4 hurricane. It's destroying just about everything in its path with its incredibly high winds. Now, we're calling this one Hurricane Chet, and that's a white man's name if I've ever heard one. And that makes two of y'all. <laughs> Read the lead, baby. Back in the game. Gang, gang, gang. That doesn't count. Hurricanes aren't white. Well, unless they name Chet. Right. Okay, can we move on from this petty game, please? Oh, because y'all losing? Oh, how, how convenient. Okay, let's just get back to the news. Mm-hmm. A Fort Lauderdale man was apprehended outside of a... Cracker Barrel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for cutting brake lines on a dozen bird scooters. See, only white people got that kind of time, okay? Okay, yeah. He's white. So what? So now we're down to one. It's not living good for y'all today. (laughs) In other news, a shopper was apprehended by security at Oceanside Mall for assaulting a man who stepped on his Air Jordans. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Did you say Air Jordans? Oh, that's black for sure. Whoa. (laughs) He He did a corny down. You know, I knew it as soon as I saw it. Okay, okay, and how about this one? A local woman attacked a cashier at a nail shop after they refused to take her welfare card. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Police say they're looking for a 19-year-old white... Damn it! (laughs) Three, baby! All right. A Latino man... Ah, skip that one. We don't need that. (laughs) Okay, how about about this? How about a man on a rock climbing trip was mauled by a bison for the second time in three months? See, y'all don't learn. Y'all don't like to learn. Okay, just keep learn. reading. Keep reading. This incident happened in the Utah National State Park. Ugh, not looking good. This is funny because we did cover that bison story last yes. week. But it wasn't a man getting mauled twice. It was his girlfriend got mauled the second time they went back. Yes. But still, still. That's hilarious. <laughs> Family of the man now identified as Laquan Jenkins. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Baby, what did you do? What an upset. A Laquan rock climbing in Utah? That's okay. We still tied up, baby. We tied up. That's the weather dude in the background. Why is this? 
why is his tie so disheveled now <laughs> it's like he back there rooting for the super bowl yes he's back there on the green screen <laughs> and for those of you that can't see he has one that says white and us yeah <laughs> <laughs> about y'all know how y'all do when y'all playing spades y'all go us and them yeah <laughs> A man dressed as the Joker. Oh man, that was so good. The Joker, they was like, "Hey, you can't be you. You y'all know we don't dress like the Joker." Oh man, that's fucking hilarious. That was so cute, man. So yeah, we saw that uh this weekend where everybody sending it to us like, "Look what they did!" <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't know what. There's nothing about us that makes it sound like we would take uh, a fist to that or whatever. I, we make so many jokes on this show, and uh you never know where people's inspiration come from. They may mm-hmm. not have never even heard of us. So, come on. um but i just know that shit was funny hilarious we was rolling watching that oh man uh all right let's see what's going on in the news um uh what have we been talking about uh oh i do Uh, okay mm -mm. oh i was gonna say well i got a random thought but i can wait till tomorrow okay you sure uh I, i mean i can go ahead and do it now uh my random thought is really really simple uh i was scheduled for a mammogram y'all so i had my first mammogram and it was an interesting experience it wasn't as traumatizing as i thought it would be um i was scared and i was nervous because i didn't know you know what to expect and you know just talking to different women you hear about how terrifying it is and they're just gonna crush your titties as flat as a pancake so i didn't really didn't know what to expect and then you can't wear deodorant and all these crazy rules and it really wasn't that bad um they actually used this uh machine it's like a plant you almost feel like your breast is between two um what you call those things two rubbermaid uh containers that's what it felt like feel like two well-made rubbermaid containers <laughs> that she was crushing my breast with and she didn't really crush it now the technology's got better so now they don't have to crush your breast i mean make crush your breast is small and it was really really neat she had this machine and you could look up and you could like see like the numbers go around and she had this little dial she was dialing it would kind of uh go up against your breast and it was the lady that did it was really educating me this is something that i didn't know so for those of you that have never had one uh you can kind of know what to expect i didn't know this they were saying when you get your mammogram for the first time they have no baseline which means they don't know what to compare it to so they said most of the time when most people get their first mammogram it's a 50 50 50 percent chance that you will be called in for more tests it doesn't mean there's nothing it doesn't mean something happened you know people have um uh what you call those um sacks like like little liquid sacks in their breasts sometimes people have um fibroids and things like in their breast and they're benign but they don't know that a cyst that's right i'm sorry cyst in their breast and they don't know that and they haven't gave them any problems or anything like that but because this is your first time taking it they don't have anything to compare it to so it's a possibility that you come back they do sometimes they do mri sometimes they do cat scans and things like that so that the next time you take you have one they'll have like a foundation on what it was before just to be sure there's no major or significant changes uh in that so i was glad and and they normally say it takes i think 
we have a i have an app through through my uh healthcare provider so if you do the app it's five days but you normally have to wait like two weeks and she was like i'm telling you this she said because people panic because when you get that letter that says hey we found something wrong people go oh my god they got breast cancer and she was like that's not always the the, the case here and also something that she did she uh wanted to know that i have any moles and i do have a mole on my breast so she actually put a sticker there because i didn't know that she was saying moles read weird if they don't flag them and they might end up thinking there's something that they're not so it was just a really really neat um experience for me just to go through and it wasn't as bad as i thought uh something that she did say was uh if you're going uh particularly for the first time don't go through your cycle because your breasts are very sensitive at that time um and it could be very painful for some women yeah and i try to check them regularly just to make sure everything's okay <laughs> so you know i was fairly certain everything was fine but you never know and that's why you go to the doctor just to be sure um because you just learn stuff new all the time um and then uh, uh thank you for your professional advice yeah the thing i was the only thing i had to say right now was tv is back and yeah the, the, the my dvr was has been lit it was so lit it was like we can't record everything my dvr was all over the place last night oh like i it was trying to record like five six seven things at the same time <laughs> yes because everything and came back at the same time it decided walking dead wasn't a priority i had to go in and manually record the replay that came on later in the day uh like it was it's i need some shit to end like <laughs> come on i'm glad arrow ending i don't know who decided mr robot needs to be a primetime sunday night show but it didn't used to be did it i feel like it wasn't always okay, it wasn't it wasn't it just come on later if i'm not mistaken. i hate that like you just fucked everything up with that bullshit elliot and then we got <laughs> and then last night we didn't get the recorder so we missed it uh and i don't know how to watch the replay i guess i have on their app but batwoman came on oh shit so we didn't get that no we did not it was already trying to record like family guy yes uh, righteous gemstones uh, then a uh, supergirl came back star, yeah supergirl star I was wars like, Goddamn, it was like sunday everything back star wars i think resistance or uh, one of them star and wars then like spider-man i watched that uh the ultimate spider-man which is actually really good yeah some of them might have to be non non uh non was it non hd no i'm not no no i watch it only in hd so (laughs) you know it's just it was just interesting i was just like damn tv came back with a vengeance like people complain about reboots and shit when you gonna find time to be mad about not needing a reboot you not gonna watch it no like not like i can't keep up with all this shit my dvr was looking like it was gonna smoke (laughs) it did look like it was gonna smoke it was like red red x x x x x x red red i was like the fuck is this i was looking like a (laughs) popeye's employee during that chicken sandwich run i know going we ain't got no more goddamn spicy y'all what happened to that chicken sandwich remember they said it was gonna be a couple weeks and it's gonna bring it right back i think they i think they hit us with the ultimate blackness which is i'll pay you next week and we ain't never gonna see popeye's again Mm-mm. if i see popeye's it's some new jordans i'm gonna be i bet you them employees was like y'all better not bring that bitch back very pissed all right uh let's get into the news guys
There's something I wanna ask you. There's something that I wanna know. Answer this question. You have the answer. So tell me what I wanna know. Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Do you wanna funk with me? All right, let's get into it, y'all. Um, LGBTQ news. First up, um, Malik Yoba's back in the lgbtq news guys oh uh I think it's good I'm a, i hope it is but i doubt it he did a interview with the root um the root was talking about uh his latest comments uh and wanted to interview him because he's supposed to be hosting like a uh um uh at a, at a march for trans lives i believe he was gonna be hosting like a panel about Huh, oh, excuse me i built i'm oh, sorry okay. he's supposed to be hosting like a panel um and talk you know like trying to did he get canceled did he get canceled did it did it get canceled oh no 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 okay. not that i know of, no. okay because i know he i mean at least something. when he did this interview they was planning on still doing it i don't know if something okay. happened since then but uh he got interviewed and he ended up storming off the set oh shit yeah it did not go well um they got the interview on the site i don't know how long is this 18 minutes oh, i can't play all this um what prompted you to make this uh instagram post in the first place um oh and they got uh terrell j star who's known on twitter as like russian something russian star i can't remember his twitter name but uh i know he just had uh he was on twitter talking about how he is planning to marry a black trans woman who he hasn't like i don't think he's currently either dating or like like there's not a specific woman he's just saying he wants people to be more open about the idea and to start a conversation about to take the shame off of men who date trans women uh because part of the reason that there are like there's so much violence is because of you know toxic masculinity there's men that they would date a trans woman or they would be on a low with a trans woman but it once they were either confronted with this once their friends found out then they in uh, many cases take the violence out on the the trans woman like then Correct. they it's like well now i'm going to beat or possibly kill you because that to to somehow gain my manhood back through this violent act mm-hmm. um and we read these stories all the time on here and so you know he's trying to destigmatize that so all that to say probably the exact opposite person that malik yoba would like to be interviewed by because i think there's a reason malik yoba was on like the breakfast club because it's like you know it's the most basic level of discourse they're only going to ask the same questions they asked for years now whenever this topic comes up they're never they're always going to act like they're being educated they're never they're never going to take those lessons in and they're never going to have an actual you know fruitful discussion it's going to always end up with wow so i mean what kind of uh what's your genitals look like yeah, it's gonna uh, be joke time. yeah like it's going to be the same like it's, it's really a fruitless conversation but to then go on a platform where it's not 
basic shit and you can't just come in there as the guy who's like a little less ignorant than the other guy therefore you're the good person in this conversation like in this case you're talking to somebody who's like well i know about your issues within the community and i want to talk to you about it and so it didn't go too well somebody said this knitted closer towards the end okay yeah i would imagine so um being that he stormed off okay it probably wasn't tell you what it feels like i understand so um and then there was stuff that happened before this i would let me see how much i can and you don't look so good i don't think i could ever or anybody who's cisgender could ever um place themselves in a oh yeah this is good let me go back a little bit because there's a point where he does some some terrible just some bad some bads it's a bad interview it's just not an interview you like you know it's like you watch an nba player play a game and they miss all the easy shots you just like this this is one of those games you gotta throw the whole film away and start try again whether i was a bike messenger you know working with young people making movies tv working in education working with the criminal justice system working on the environment working with fathers any social issue any professional pursuit every single thing i've done it's because it's an intention and i follow the intention i chase the purpose right and so to stand up in the face of someone saying that you're this when i know i'm this i also felt wow that's kind of how it feels like to be transgender right can you imagine walking into the world look yeah that's a that's a uh I that's know. a no i do not know how that feels i mean because the, the the equivalent to me and maybe not equivalent is the right word but like a parallel to this is when a white person is like i'm so down with black people and you know it's like they named some adversity they went through uh one time i went to a basketball court i was the only white dude there and i realized wow this is what it feels like to be black and you're like no Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. if you knew how i felt to be black you wouldn't even be comparing it to that scenario because that's not how it feels come on the way you and i do but feeling inside that something is not lining up and you need to address that with the way you present in the world and you don't look so good i don't think i could ever or anybody who's cisgender could ever um place themselves in a trans person's position i think we can because i had to do it on new york undercover so on new york undercover we did an episode where people were um killing transgender people so we actually had to dress and go into the world that's fiction though that's not real but hello this is fiction as an actor you know it's you know i had to do it so therefore i also am trans so i hate to tell you brother threatening your life but uh you can never relate to me and the trans people that struggle like me so uh i remember they said action i i I too am oppressed Mm mm-hmm yep you're missing my point you're making your point the point that I'm making is that you ask me, what does it feel like to stand up in the face of this? And I'm telling you that if I'm this and someone's calling me this, that is akin to a transgender woman being called a man. Do you really that, that, make that comparison? I do. You may not make it, but I'm making the comparison because I sat in it. I know what it's like for people to try to yell at me and tell me I'm gay, to tell me that I'm a pedophile to tell me what I'm not. And I have to stand up for, to that. And the only thing that I can do is stand up with the truth. And so when you feel that pain, when you walk down the street and people are basically saying, fuck you, 
and you still move on your purpose, that's empowering. As painful as it is, it's also empowering. And so when I talk to my transgender friends and they have people tell them what they're not, when they're telling you that they are, that's painful for them too. So if I'm going to be the person, the first one to stand up and take the hits. Yeah, uh... Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Why isn't mm-hmm. his publicist coming and getting him? Well, the publicist, but like, this interview is over. Because this is not. This is, I mean, it's not going well. No, I know what it came feels in and like. stopped him. And I feel I have the right to say yes. As I stand alongside you, I do understand your pain, not on an intellectual level, but on a experiential level. I was walking down. The oh, I think he made a word up. <laughs> I sound like me experiential that's not a word maybe he meant experience is experiential a word he was going for spiritual and and spirit and experience and i think he kind of tied up experience and spiritual it happens street the other day and someone said happy birthday aids victim they screamed that out a window to me what i lost work because it's just like trans people I have people look at me sideways, just like trans people. I have people calling me gay, just like trans people. So I have the right to tell you exactly how it feels if I choose to stand up with these folks that I love and appreciate and consider part of my humanity. Okay. And I can tell you what it feels like. I understand. So, um, moving. Like I said, man, to me it comes off like when white people say, you know i i played a black person in a play once or something you're just like that's not the same that is not the same and i could stand up for somebody and advocate for somebody and on their behalf and not and and understand that we might not have the same experiences yeah but i can have empathy and understanding and i can be compassionate and try to understand to the best of my ability but it does not mean that i completely i will never completely understand certain people's plights in life and that's just what it is i think this is why people are so scared of allies and people that you know what i don't i'm not saying i'm scared of it i don't mind it i know there's a lot of black people that don't like allies and shit like that as a word and as a idea i'm not so hurt put off by it or whatever you're trying to help you're trying to help but i think one of the things that is that bothers people about the term allies and people who use that term for themselves is that there is a level of ego attached to it that almost like they want to be the center of attention for your struggle and a lot of times they don't know their role they don't know their place so you know you show up to this event you need to be the keynote speaker um someone uh wrote a book you need to see where you see yourself in it uh you know even if you're the quote-unquote good person of privilege you need to then demean all the other people of privilege that are around or you need to be the one who's the most militant of all the you know that kind of stuff and also just stuff like this where you go my plight i experienced exactly what you experienced i know what you went through and you know it, it, it kind of does give you that that feeling of like a person that tells you i don't see color or something you're just like no i'm not asking you to not see me i'm not asking you to be me just asking you for your support you know that's it all right back to this forward with this um to kind of rally up uh fill out the rest of these questions before we move forward um 
census allegation too, um, if you search your name on social media, some, some sex workers have come forward um, saying that you've long solicited sex and trans women and because of this you've been criticizing for fetishizing trans women and not having intimate and loving relationships with them. So what would you say to that? I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking so about. So we've gone on social media and we found people who have said this and so so social media now is the truth. That's the repository. Faces, yeah. Their faces on it. So we were just asking if you had anything to say about that. Okay, so going on to what do you... It's funny because like, this is another time that it's happened, but I just... I, it has happened to me, so maybe I don't know, but if it's no, wouldn't the answer just be No like you know what i mean it's it's like when you're talking to somebody that is they're going to lie to you but they're not gonna say the lie straight up so so that later they can go back and be like nah i never said no i didn't say i didn't do it you know like like just in case some proof come out and they got my license plate in my car and a picture of me from 1995 i, I mean i'm just not gonna say i absolutely didn't do it but i'm gonna just give you that like you know what it is it's a, a black lady sketch show well the the dude uh chris the one that's always like sir can i get a yes uh yes he everything right. but yes yerp uh, uh affirmative <laughs> psych like, no i i, I right. actually need a, a yes it's that like i'm gonna do some spoken word okay well are you saying what do you have to say about these accusations I'm just gonna look at you and not say a word. But like, I, I need a confirmation. Right. Like, mm-mm. You say to trans black women who say that you're centering, centering yourself and that you're being opportunistic um, and focusing on your attraction as opposed to uh, their issues and without proving that you're ready to do the work. So what would you say to that? So you and I sat for four hours the other day. Correct. And we decided how we were gonna approach this. Not and we, we, said, we went through a we, 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 went we through decided a how we were going to approach this, bro. We went through a number of we, questions. We decided we how we were going to approach this, and, and we we're said recording. We, and the more you talk, the better, the worse it looks for you. So what I'm asking you, is that we we're having a what conversation. What did you say? I said the more that we're talking, the more I'm just concerned. So I'm generally what did you concerned. Just say? I said that the more that it looks bad for you. That's really? what I'm saying. Yes, sir. This looks bad for me. Yes, because Check I'm, I'm asking out. a number no, no, of questions. No. We're done, bro. Okay, we're done. Bad for me because I chose to come here and speak to you about what you do and what I've done. It looks bad for me. It's a setup. I don't like this. Okay. We said that we were going to focus on policy, and we, we did. And we, we also and we and we also and we also stand on allegations. And we and we also said at all. And no, we had a conversation no, 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 about a white man. I don't. We're just not. We fucking discussed for four fucking hours. You want to stand allegations, homie? The fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with you? There are. We sat for four fucking hours. We sat for four fucking hours. We sat for four fucking hours. And you gonna stand some fucking allegations? Fuck you. The fuck is wrong with you? This is my fucking life. Wait, wait. Did he go R. Kelly on him? Wow. That's what it looked like. He went the full like this is my full fledged R. Kelly. Wow. I don't know. The fuck is wrong with you? 
Listen, you're not the one being called names in the street. But he's not trying to call you. We're not. We discussed how we would flow. We said we would start with policy. We said we would talk about community, and then we said we would talk about our personal lives. We said we'd do 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. You stayed on the allegations, B. I want the cards. You can't use any of it. There's no releases signs. I want the fucking cards out of all these cameras. We can't give you our cards. You're giving life to a lie, homie. So, that was how that ended. Mm, They're not giving you them cards, baby. Yeah, uh, I just, in general, like, maybe you're not ready to be talking about this shit like yeah, you can always you gotta like, have some media not, training something yeah, and some <clears throat> and when things are sensitive like that sometimes you gotta be like you know what it put statements out i am not in a position because you know that these questions are going to be asked okay you sat with him for four hours okay it doesn't mean that he was because he's an interviewer so talk your personal life this is personal also like y'all sat for four hours or whatever you if the whole point of this was i don't want you to ask me certain questions right like no offense but then you don't get to really be the person that talks about this because that's kind of the job like you can't be like you know it's like if r kelly no uh xxx temptation he said he wanted to do like a domestic violence awareness thing and people were like but you have a like a pending case like you have a woman that is accusing you of some like horrendous like things and you you admitted to it on tape and like the law like that like you can't be the guy to host this forum at uh like RevoltCon or whatever you have to you know art basil or whatever like you got to sit down and and sit it out and i think there's something about the hubris and the arrogance of a person that goes no i'm still going to be the person that talks about this particular subject knowing that you know i that i have this big cloud hanging over me you know so i think that's a big issue for him um but other than that i mean i can understand how he might have felt a bit ambushed i mean shit uh if they had agreed to not ask these questions or something like that or assured him they weren't and then once the camera started rolling we're kind of like we're gonna just keep hitting them over the head with this again and again i can see how he would might have felt that way if they had some type of agreement beforehand that this wouldn't be happening because people celebrities do that all the time Mm -hmm. they tell you oh if you're gonna ask me these questions i'm not even fucking showing up for the yeah like they'll do that they'll basically and some people have left too not like this but they'll just be like up turn the mics off i we talked and i'm not answering this question yeah but that was terrible like i i don't even think there's a better way to describe that and i mean you know in, in his position there would be people that would 
uh blame terrell j star for doing the interview that way but the kind of people that would say oh he got ambushed are probably also the kind of people that think that malik yoba is you know who would call him all those names he claimed that people were calling him so he probably not gonna get a lot of support from the people that are like man these fucking social justice warrior blah 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 people because you can't really support him you can't really say that and then support what malik yoba was there for in the first place which is to spread awareness about uh the community for trans people and stuff and then also like i just don't i don't know i just think that that was uh he just doesn't seem ready and if the and i don't know if this shit is true or not but it it don't every way he's acting doesn't do anything to make people go i don't think this shit is true right and and the thing is he was basically not that i'm justifying justifying the person interviewed him but he was like the way you're sounding you're not sounding good like this does not look good for you yeah and as far as uh some people are like he gonna get canceled or whatever i think he'll be just fine mm-hmm. postponed it yeah that would require people actually caring about trans people and i, I mean know. even you the know. most egregious violators of uh people saying transphobic shit i mean dave Chappelle get 25 million dollars of hb uh, uh netflix special so i don't think that i don't think he has anything to worry about there Mm-mm but uh within the community i can see some trans people feeling like maybe he needs to step down but then the other problem with that is there's so few men who are cishet that still will be like yes and i'm attracted to trans women as well um that will come out and say that and and actually like care about the community um the bar is just so low for men you know it's like the bar like for like how many men uh get labeled as like feminist and shit but if you were like okay cool what feminist literature have you read what uh feminist icons do you look up to what um you know who who's doing work now that you support like you gonna it's gonna be real not saying that women would all have these answers too but i'm just saying there's a lot of men who will get that label but not have done that type of work correct not have educated themselves in that type of way and that's just that's kind of what i imagine is happening here where it's like he's becoming a spokesman for a community and it's like man you made an instagram post like a month ago and now you're already the guy and you and you never felt weird about stepping into that like no part of you was like i need to make sure i'm absolutely ready so i mean shit just the fact you go on a breakfast club and they're asking certain questions and that's going unchallenged or you're not you know kind of checking them on that shit like are you really the person to be having these conversations i don't know anyway uh gay high school senior in tennessee crown homecoming royalty in gold dress do it that's right um uh let me put the picture on the screen so y'all can see um yeah brandon allen 17 received a crown in his gold off the shoulder sequin gown it's been shared thousands of times on social media um a gay high school senior in tennessee was crowned to his high school homecoming court friday night while wearing a dress which was met with the widespread support from school officials and fellow students okay come on off the shoulders first of all students and the school officials so it is possible Mm -hmm. so it's not every story we read doesn't have to be horrible where it's like 
you got your hair too long put on a dress or get out to school or you know we found out this student was gay so now we're kicking him out of school like so some of the stories could be positive huh mm-hmm. come on tiara tiara you know on your head white station high school in memphis tennessee posted a photo friday congratulating brandon allen 17 on his victory the image which was liked and shared thousands of times on facebook and twitter show allen covering his mouth in shock wearing a gold sequin off shoulder gown this diamante tiara and holding a floral bouquet awarded to members of the royal court a gender neutral title that the school introduced this year in place of traditional homecoming king and queen titles uh thank you to everyone who has contributed to me becoming queen alan who identifies as gay wrote on his instagram profile you guys truly took truly looked stunningly beautiful and i'm so honored to have been able to walk with you guys yeah that's dope man just like a like that being a school where like a lot of people are supportive i'm sure it's not everybody i'm mm-hmm. sure there's some people in the community that mad and leaving fucked up comments and shit but right. to be able to like have a groundswell of support behind you that's just like nah you like you one of us you you're you're a peer and somebody that we view as such and you know that homecoming court man that means a lot to people at that age mm-hmm junior emmett camel 16 who shot the photo identifies as transgender it was such an incredible thing to witness it was a moment of acceptance and validation for the lgbt plus community from our entire school jonathan van ness and netflix queer eye series who was known for questioning gender norms with his clothing praised the photo as beautiful on twitter uh responding to criticism from members of the public on white station high school social media accounts the faculty and administration defended allen today i found out lots of adults have a lot of surreal strong feelings about who wins homecoming one teacher tweeted uh since they care about what goes on in our school so much i look forward to seeing them on campus contributing to wshs real soon right they don't give a fuck and they probably don't even live there right that'd be the thing a lot of times these people don't need these people be outside of the area they're not even from the fucking state mm-hmm. that homophobia be calling the homophobia alert went out guys we need to find their facebook page here's the thing it's brandon's right to run for homecoming court under title nine principal carrie holland wrote on the school's facebook page it's the student's choice of who they want to support as homecoming royalty right, they voted i'm exceedingly proud proud to be principal of our amazing school she added well all right some good news you know what i'm saying and uh let's end it there yes because there's lots of bad happy news yeah yeah we'll get stop. to some bad news on another day yeah, we're gonna stop right here uh speaking of uh speaking of our gay friends mm-hmm. Lil Nas X and Cardi B like Lil Nas X is on a break right now uh he said you know he's been working super hard and now he need to take a break I respect it me too uh but they are being sued uh oh they have a song together called rodeo and a producer is claiming it's a ripoff i told y'all i tried to tell y'all yeah did did yeah because now jokes aside when, when it comes to to this stuff right here i personally think you need professionals like people who are who are actually professionals because y'all know to us all, everything fucking sounds the same and you know the thing about it it's nothing new underneath the sun nothing new a lot of times and so with that you have people that are just going around finding skip bits and seconds and millibytes of sound and going it sound the same sometimes you do have legitimate lawsuits please don't get me wrong 
but a lot of times you don't and you can tell it's fucking money grabs yeah all i want to say is i told y'all niggas so okay several people could not wait to tell me how much they did not give a fuck when it was taylor swift or Katy perry or whoever the fuck else we talked about oh they could not wait to tell me how little they gave a fuck and i said you know i'm not talking about this individual person Mm -hmm. i could give a fuck less about these individual people i'm talking about the trend and how one time it's gonna be somebody we fuck with and they about to get hit in the pockets by some fucking grifter who just put a bunch of shit on youtube hoping for a hit or bought the copyrights to some shit just to and they're gonna get in front of a courtroom full of people that are not experts in music and have no musical background at all right and they just gonna hear like bing 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 uh, must be the same and that's how the fuck they gonna get got man like it's like this shit is crazy like this is this is i don't especially when you consider hip-hop is one of the favorite genres of us and the people that listen to our show mm-hmm. which is one that's predicated often upon reusing other stuff right and people are trying to redefine like what the fuck can be used and what counts as original and shit like th- this is this could fuck a lot of stuff up and especially the way that you don't gotta prove i heard this shit you don't have to prove i'm privy to it or anything right right yeah so um producer brandon lee says he wrote a song called wg gwen x don lee four dash one four two tell me that don't sound like some shit that you just like and then they got one called gwen x don lee four one four three and then like like you just put all the sounds on the internet possible he called the robot name right uh in 2017 which is then incorporated to a song called broad day broad day was performed published and distributed widely including without limitation and in around atlanta hip-hop scene according to the lawsuit so hey maybe somebody heard the song you know at some point and you need to prove these things and then he stole it you know what i'm saying it was all over the scene like he could have he could have just been like in the bathroom tapping his toes to this in the in the car driving by he had no idea and he thought he was coming up with it himself and that's why now i need my money i need all the money according to pitchfork lil Nas x released his song collaboration with cardi b rodeo on his 77 ep earlier this year after broad day reached its heights lee says that rodeo is substantially similar to the original track and that lil Nas x and his collaborators did not receive permission from the plaintiffs to interpolate sample use or copy the work let the rappers created an unauthorized copy and or derivative work from planet's original material lee they says they probably didn't know that shit fucking existed what are we talking about here lee says in his lawsuit they're both built on four measure phrases outlining the core progression e f g f e he also says the tempo drum beats and chord progressions are the same and both songs utilize guitar and wind instruments the fucking music what the fuck is this music yep so you know it just be a matter of time till they caught somebody that we fuck with so mm-hmm. niggas gonna be upset yep i guess when they get beyonce niggas gonna be like oh okay then now it's too far care, right now okay this is a bull they these white Rihanna, people coming in ripping right. off blah 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 uh futures alleged baby mama eliza seraphine uh calls the rapper out for her for neglecting her child hmm See, it wasn't didn't Sierra everybody you know did you not see the previews before the, the movie 
did you not see the trailer for this movie already it's it's pretty well known this nigga don't be around his kids you decided you want some of that huh if you bring future child around him you know exactly what he gonna be saying i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man for baby she uh made it known on social media she would be giving future's last name to her child when the news caught future's attention he referenced the child being given a name wilburn however he didn't mention or tag eliza after seeing future's post eliza took to her instagram stories and started taking shots at the rapper at the end of the day i kept quiet for months i kept quiet nobody heard a fucking thing like i'm human he's human cindy's human she said we're not going to take away from him that's my thing that what my thing is what the point i'm trying to make is i don't give a fuck who the fuck you are at the end of the day take care of your responsibility look man you know a nigga like this the responsibility to him is like maybe a check he is not gonna be in that baby's life like that Mm-mm. and that's a maybe a check he has yet to confirm or deny the child and he's taking upon himself to mock Eliza repeatedly online. Mm-hmm. She went on to say that many people have children with celebrities, but those children don't make it to the news because they take care of the situation. Yeah, but it's also just like I don't know. Get get it how you get it, man. I just cannot imagine looking at future and being like, okay, so if I can just get like one fifteenth of that check, you know what I mean? but i guess that's you know that's what it is for some folks man because it's like you there's nothing about the dude that says he's gonna respect you mm-hmm. be around be you accountable be responsible be, yeah there's nothing about him that says that yeah as many times as sierra was like uh he don't come visit he don't show up in court not just even sierra vacation. remember the other woman from last year that mm-hmm. like he just don't do nothing but fight like fight them yeah his ass online talk about how they ain't she, shit. she said he threatened to kill her like you was like mm, need to get some of that like i don't even know what to do with that man like that's such a i don't even know what you do with that so who knows if uh that's even uh gonna work out where he claims that child if that's his or whatever all i can say is beautiful gowns beautiful gowns <sighs> beautiful gowns all. yeah that's all um all right let's see uh oh amanda seals talked about her a little bit yesterday mm-hmm. um well she it got worse before it gets better uh so she uh did not make it into a emmy party or something because it's black emmy party because uh the woman hosting it vanessa something does not fuck with her apparently on any level the year before she made a scene after not being on invited to the the same party by that same woman the year before and they had it out and amanda decided uh well i will i'll be back for this next year and she wasn't on the list and she wasn't invited she said she went with jesse williams i heard all this on her podcast called the episode small doses and episodes called professionalism part one also apparently it might be part two i guess i don't know what the fuck part two gonna be because it did not go i think the way she had it planned 
like um now she's originally was a comedian like in new york but a lot of people that i know personally even have like it's crazy how many people i know that have a story about her and it's like these are not just some catty ass people i'm talking about right matter of fact these people don't talk about what exactly she did in public like it's not even like they're trying to get get by on being the person that hates amanda seals or whatever correct but they're not alone and it's a lot of people so and we all know that you know she's done like stuff in the past the passports and jordan's thing mm-hmm. the uh black people black women are trying to be punitive with child support to get back at men for not being in a relationship with them that was just like this year or maybe even last year so like she says she's always doing a hot take on instagram or something like that so you know she has a following you know a lot of teen you know black girl magic type people that you know the, the you know those people where you're like these people support her because she's a black woman but at the same time when she does something foul or something fucked up to black women or black people they're like oh, i'll support her you know like over everything it's about code of personality for this one person correct so she has those supporters and stuff too um but she did like this whole thing about how she went to the party she was and she she was like jesse williams gonna make me his plus one and it sounded like all the people that were trying to see why she didn't get in the party were unaware of her history with her, this woman so apparently jesse williams just goes missing after he gets in you know uh and they tell you know uh somebody named kiara who at first she calls a white girl at the end she says she's not a white girl so i don't know what's the truth mm. there but she was like basically she wouldn't let her in and she got it she got the like she got the, the the word to not let her in from vanessa anderson who's like heading this party and so she then like basically tries to like bogar her way in like i'm i'm going in i'm going by the bar and and so security comes over it's like no no you on the do not enter list and that's the difference i think because i think she leaves details out or something but like she's saying i'm not on the list it sounds like you are on a list yeah you the band list the you can't come in here right she on the do not enter list yeah so it didn't even sound like that that didn't even really make sense these people here's their face telephone number social security card do not let them come up in this bitch yeah so um she went on her podcast and starts kind of advocating for why she should be allowed like this she tried to use a kind of excuse that this is a professional setting and professionalism is you have to let me in because i'm black Mm -hmm. and i'm part of the celebrity and actor crowd and the party is for black actor celebrities you have to let me in because that's you that's the 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 auspices you're hosting this party under and she also kind of hinted that this woman is vanessa's Issa ray's publicist but that doesn't necessarily mean she works for Issa Rae. Come on. And it doesn't mean all her events are in the capacity of working for Issa Rae. Mm-mm. You know, I don't know if people understand how publicists work. Because I think, you know, when someone throws that out, you go, oh, yeah, well, just Issa Rae should just tell her to let you in. One, if Issa Rae fuck with you like that. Y'all could just be coworkers. Uh, but then two, um, 
if someone's a publicist they're normally a publicist for several people like correct not just one person necessarily they may have their own firm whatever so if their firm puts on an event in that capacity their power is from the fact they represent so many people or so mm-hmm. many types of people mm-hmm. and they it's get not, all these people in the same room yes right? so it might not be a the, the, i think a lot of people made this correlation because i think she wanted them to which was like Issa Rae should just smooth this over but she said when she went to Issa, Issa was like man that's between y'all right i didn't i didn't put it i wouldn't over it i have nothing to do with that and that's that's a like i'm Issa to the bullshit basically when it comes when like when people i know are fighting especially people that's always fighting like and you go man look leave me out of this shit they they are without fail they always get mad at least one of them gets mad and, turn and on turns you. on you like you the motherfucking pro- bitch you're not arguing with me right like i didn't kick you out of shit and i don't know what you said or did to this woman that's like y'all if y'all can't work it out it can't be worked out it can't be worked out i don't have nothing to do with this right so um and if somebody can't respect that i don't know don't fuck with me because i literally that's my whole vibe is you know especially if it's two people that kind of got a point and i can tell from the story you ain't telling me everything so you about to have me looking stupid showing up stunting for you like they told me blah 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 and then you just hit me with the like well uh did you know this now like damn they didn't tell me that part of course they didn't that would make them look bad right so um at any rate i'll uh she then talks about how the security guards came over and then she, she was like so back and forth on it like you you know what it is can it's something i say on here all the time when you have the words you can justify being wrong yes you can and that's where we're at now like people have the words where they're wrong and they don't have to be right anymore because they can mm. they can describe it in a very long way because she tried to couch this whole thing and it's a really a episode about professionalism but it was really an episode about her wanting to take shots at this woman and even in the last part of the episode y'all should listen to it for yourself don't just take my word for it the last part of the episode when she it's like last dose or whatever it felt so hypocritical because she was basically being like yeah and this woman kiara she should uh understand that being rude like that and being unprofessional like that that can make it so that what if i'm in a position later where i have to hire somebody or i have a you know and i decide not to let you work there i decide not to have you go in someplace and i'm like okay take your own advice though people been saying that you're not acting professional or you're not acting some kind of way and that's why no one's vouching for you and no one wants you in the event like think about if this woman would try to do that to somebody else and there were people like people would be like no that person like that reputation precedes you you know if you have an industry full of people who have issues with you it's it's a little difficult to just kind of shrink it down to like one-off like bad days or this person just don't like me for no reason they're all haters like all of them are haters like i saw quincy jones who's a comedian who uh got diagnosed with terminal cancer and he's been fighting it for years now and at first he only had like six months to a year to live or something and now he gets chemo like every three weeks but i guess she was saying on her twitter like he mentored her or he was very influential in helping her when she got to california blah 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 mm-hmm. but he was like i don't fuck with her she's mean bitter toxic blah 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 she told people that i did not have cancer for real 
and so she was like i never said that i don't know why quincy blah 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 and then someone went and found an old tweet where she was like this you know it's comedian out here lying about having cancer and shit and it's like oh where's the response you can't just throw away the accountability that you want everyone else to have not to mention like part of it she was saying the bodyguards weren't being professional like well you can be professional but you don't need to basically if it's gonna sacrifice your morals you see what's happening you just gonna let it happen and now you you're, you're sacrificing your own credibility and blah 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 to kick me out that's what they get paid to that's do, my right? job that's what they get paid and she's like so in that case it just being a job is not enough you like they needed to be ready for some malcolm x shit they needed to be ready to fucking start the revolution based off of just her not being able to get into this party and it's like nigga just like you put on you bought a new dress and heels for some shit you knew you couldn't go to what are you right now it's everybody else's responsibility right because i guarantee you she knew she wasn't on the list like knew you wouldn't on the list and you know it feels like if she would have got in it would have been like ha ha bitch you couldn't stop me from getting in this part like i'm stunting on you you know like it feels like it wouldn't have been cool but like i said man i'm gonna tell you right now if i throw a party and i put you on the do not list don't come your ass up there i don't want you there and yes they will put you out Mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck what i call it right i can call it the the black people only party and your black ass could be on the list to get your ass not to fuck in right like what kind of shit is that um but yeah so this was uh so so this was just really the start of her putting out this podcast and you know what the the mm -hmm. thing is y'all when they told her because i guarantee you it didn't escalate to this it probably was thought like you can't get in and she caused the scene because most people not trying to be funny with any kind of self-respect or any kind of like uh i don't want to make a scene would have been like, okay all right, and they just would have walked away well somebody was like on my facebook page was like well yeah if she's the only one banned from the party i mean that is unfair it's a black hollywood party i said we don't know she's the only one banned guarantee you it's probably a list we, of people we know we know she's the only one that went up there anyway tried to sneak in make a scene and then when she didn't get in hopped on instagram live and made it more of a problem and then did a podcast about it basically trying to make it into some type of civil rights issue centered strictly around her that's what we know right. so you can't even say like it could have been a, other people like well cool i just want to go to that party i guarantee you that's what happened and you know shit like this people probably try to sneak in these things all the and not only her but just normal regular ass people and they get caught and they put them out and nobody knows that that's the thing if sh- nobody would have known this she made it a she brought it to the attention to where the general public knew about it. If it wasn't for that, the night would have been went on and nobody would have even known this incident had happened. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, like I said, I listened to that podcast just to hear her side of it because I didn't want to just be like, well, everybody on Twitter say they don't like her, so I don't like her. You know, that, that a lot of people do. It's not even that I don't like her, but you know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm, thing right. where now it's time to pile on because everyone's doing it, but it really like what she said was really like kind of it just struck me as very hypocritical like basically i wanted my way and so every step of the way it should have went my way you know like 
i should have been this guy who's plus one i you know i never did nothing to this woman it's like well you just said y'all had an altercation at the the year before right that woman didn't put you on that list for no reason and you know i would love to hear the other side of this from Mm, vanessa maybe it is some petty shit and and whatever but i love to hear her side of it but also i understand that you might not want to tell your side and if you really don't like her you probably somewhere listening to this podcast with a glass of wine getting your laugh on like haha i really bothered her you know so it's like you play right into her hands if it's really something like that but yeah she says a year ago Issa race publicist vanessa anderson at ampr and some other people they started doing a black emmy party so it's basically like to celebrate black hollywood and just give us space to come celebrate after we do the hbo party the comedy central party etc etc still said after she described the differences between personal and professional relationships and workplaces in the workspace how informalities cause shit to call shit to go left without balance vanessa is somebody who i have absolutely met before and i've interacted with her on a few occasions but she has never been nice to me ever she said uh adding that she arrived at the party with jill scott she well she said on the podcast i think she said uh the other jesse williams but okay uh she always seemed to be or maybe this is the year before she always seemed to be bothered simply by my demeanor my way of communicating with her etc at a certain point it just became well this is not somebody i need to speak to so we don't yeah um i would love to know what that yada yada of you know it could be anything the way i communicate blah blah blah. it depends i've heard like i said i have friends this shit happened and it's like everybody with a story about her came out was like yeah even sarunas the dude that plays uh the tall guy with the wife in the open relationship with Mm -hmm, with molly yeah Mm -hmm. even he had tweeted something being like well maybe if you weren't like an asshole to everybody da 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 and then he deleted it but that nigga y'all work on the same show yeah he's probably not the only one that feels that way right i mean and just the i mean to be frank it's been over 72 hours or whatever since this podcast been out dog zero i'm not exaggerating the only people i see defending her are people that are real big fans of her podcast or her instagram her personality you don't see any peers coming to her like yeah that was fucked up we got your back sis like it's people being like yeah you shouldn't have been a like i'm just gonna leave like you're not the person i'm trying to 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 support um so yeah uh upon our arrival at the party seals said jill scott's manager went to the entrance to make that entrance as smooth as possible but when the manager approached anderson and seals she said she pointed in her direction and seals directed her attention to scott in response anderson reportedly said amanda nobody has time for this right now i do not have time for this to which seals wondered what's happening now see that is not the response of a person who just just for no reason doesn't like you that's the person that sounds like, like i'm not you here know for your, your bullshit not just that you know your ass wasn't supposed to show up and so now that you hear you're about to make a big ass distraction a big scene and waste my time no i'm not doing this with you and she was like, you already know from the door she was like next year you're i guarantee you your ass ain't getting in here although at the time the three were unable to understand the problem and enter without consequence that's when seals brought her incident to the co-star's attention seeing as how anderson is ray's publicist but when seals addressed anderson's nastiness ray uh kind of brushed it off as an isolated incident between the two as the event was being held by anderson herself so i left it at that seal said she fast forwarded to this year she was invited to the same party by jesse williams 
despite the fact that the fact that you have to be invited they had a table for the insecure cast at this party you're not on the list hint hint um this time she arrived with one of her insecure classmates as a plus one but she also had a friend with her who wasn't on the list but according to seals instead of making a fuss the girl at the door wrote the girl the friend's name down let the let the three in yeah they was letting other people in because it's you they don't want you in like somebody bring a plus one uh larry jones come on through you're in now you're on the other list you're on the other list um, nobody knows how long or short the list is you're on it right um and then it was just i mean people at the people just going in making jokes about how she's terrible and a whole bunch of memes cause you know what black twitter does uh and they were funny as fuck i won't even front uh yeah, i'm always there for the jokes yeah like and then uh and that was that was you would think that was enough just the memes and black twitter making jokes because there's a lot of people that don't really fuck with her like that anyway and she said some fucked up shit before so you got people that's just like uh not her but it got worse because in the next day people was basically pulling out like personal experiences like i said the person that brought up their cancer um you know raisani was bringing up stuff like hey you know ah. people started noticing patterns uh black lady sketch show had all these people your ass one one uh everybody that's ever walked through hollywood as a black woman was on that fucking show we're not you um so it was just like a lot of people doing it and i think she had to be either shocked that everybody was coming out at the same time about this stuff or she was pretending to be shocked i don't know which is true you never know but because it's like if these things happen how can you be shocked that people don't fuck with you but i mean as more and more people have more and more like anecdotal stories like i said and then a lot of them was doing and that's the other thing i was talking about like people really be doing you a favor sometimes by allowing you a lot of people getting by on grace and i wish people had it more for other folks come on because by grace a lot of times it's people out there that see you doing your thing they don't really fuck with you but at the same time they don't really want to make a thing about i don't fuck with you right and as long as you leave it there you're straight you're good but when you do something that sparks that whole like oh i remember this time when you was a dick to me then you end up in this situation and that's what happened it was just everybody just blah da 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 yeah sarunas jackson that tweeted out you can be you can't be a disrespectful ass human being and expect people to want to hang out with you it's quite simple sit it out oh shit yeah yeah uh yeah on the podcast she was like the party was not at her house this is a personal event this is not a birthday party it was not a naming ceremony this is a hollywood party for black entertainers contributors to hollywood so by nature by nature of that i am part of that industry and should be here celebrating my community it's very a private party it's very frustrating to be somebody who's just trying to do good work and have to deal with this type of unprofessionalism she added to have to deal with this type of informality and to deal with this literal type of petty ass fuckery and hollywood is so rife with this um so yeah um yeah quincy jones amanda seals a bitter toxic woman who got ran out of new york city for her attitude she moved to la and changed nothing and i befriended her when she came she said i faked my cancer fuck her and i hope karma catches her before i do because i owe her a fucking fade on crip 
um some amanda seal shit sis be coming with the microaggressions towards people then acts confused by having consequences for the actions i fuck with a lot of her moves but we all got something to work on and that's her thing just because you're direct uh, hold on it moved the fucking article um doesn't mean you are right um so then she saw that on um social media and you know of course had to respond and I, I don't i mean if she felt like she had to do a podcast there's no way she was gonna watch the response to the podcast and then sit did sit shit out i mean come on that's why she put it out there yeah if she said she was gonna sneak into the party why would she sit out twitter you know that's free um she said some people don't like me some people don't but i do not lie have a good day more importantly thank you to those who show me love heart emoji uh in addition early monday morning she took the instagram stories to share her unfiltered thoughts on the situation oh man these joints is so long um i had to i think somebody had to like actual audio of it but i'll read it uh i guess what fascinates me is the excitement of people to be like she must be a bitch she's got to be a bitch if everyone's saying she a bitch then she must be a bitch i think that's fascinating to me because because i don't know the value that has in their lives i think that trips me out about it yeah but um the thing is though like sometimes it's true and if a whole lot of people individually are like i have had a bad experience with you i mean there has to be some point where it's like maybe you need to think about like it just i listened to that whole podcast i I looked at the shit on the instagram because i was trying to be fair to her and not just decide without because oh these people said so but the whole time i was like i don't think she ever once considered like maybe i'm the one that's wrong maybe i gotta look at how i treat people maybe there's people are picking up on this because something is dealing with me everybody got a weird story about me doing too much you know i'm not fucking with trump i'm not degrading black folks i'm not out here being fox news commentator people legit don't like me one there's a lot of people who don't like me because i just don't really care about their fake phony shit and i don't keep up appearances to make them feel like that fake phony shit is not noticed okay um so keep them that's number one that's everybody else's fault not hers two on an internet scale people just don't like me because a lot of time they're misinterpreting the shit that i say and then so that's on everybody else they don't understand what she'd be saying and then three people don't like me because of their own shit okay so that's that's the third thing that's also everybody else's fault four there's a bonus some people don't like me because of an interaction we had okay so that's kind of like both of y'all okay i could have i could have had a bad day i could have just been stank that day or more often than not they did some fuck shit and i called them out on it oh oh so then it's back to it's really their fault nonetheless it is fascinating to watch people so enthusiastic about your downfall when you have dedicated your whole life to the upliftment of them so i did you the favor i'm gonna just tell you right now man and this is a lesson i had to learn on my own but it's a lot of people that they do activism because they aren't good people to be around so if they have a cause in front of them you can't call them out for being a p like you're just not a pleasant person to be around like you're just kind of insufferable but if you can say i'm insufferable in the name of blank cause well now i have to deal with you because now it's like i'm questioning your righteousness 
when you just might be a fucked up person what that that happens to have tried to channel your fucked upness into something that's that 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 people can support because the only way people are going to support you uh truly it is like a paradoxical thing to witness i'm a sensitive person but more importantly i'm an intellectual so at this point i'm just looking at it like well she must be a bitch all these people can't be wrong okay so then what last so then what so now we have established that amanda seals a bitch now what yeah the other thing too i find interesting in this um she also ended her podcast in the last dose talking about how she's smarter than everybody involved and that's it's like you can't be the victim and the bully at the same time you know like i'm the victim and also fuck all y'all y'all ain't shit i'm the one that's da 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 it's so weird uh seeing the thing see the thing is i know who i am and i know i'm not a bitch a bitch is somebody who's mean for no fucking reason if i'm stank nine times out of ten there's a reason you may not be the reason the reason might be my mood the re- nigga that's that that's still if, on you if the reason is your mood if i'm a human being that exists outside of your brain guess what it that is no reason like there's zero accountability here because motherfuckers just have the words now everything is someone else's fault it's there's no there's no like yo i fucked up my bad i had an attitude with you that day you know what that's on me you can't i i mean it could have just been my mood i mean shit deal with it (laughs) are you gonna take that personal well nigga you take everything personal the reason might be my mood the reason might be some shit i'm going through the reason might be the person but there's always a reason imagine if that vanessa anderson woman came out and said maybe i was just in a bad mood and i just didn't let you in the party so you just have to understand there's always something behind my ire nonetheless when people are saying things like if somebody if everybody says she's like this then that must be what it is and she needs to change i think you reach a certain point in your life where you're like first of all everybody don't think i'm a bitch i'm a quality over quantity person i I really would like to see these people that are vouching for her because i just have not seen them love to see like just one co-worker i think we can all agree that there's way more trash ass people in the world than our quality people the quality people be fucking with me they do they be fucking with me heavy a lot of the times i have experienced my whole life people who have created these opinions and they come back later but really the whole point is talking about this is sometimes you have to take yourself outside of things and you just look at it from outside and you're like wow this is what people spent their day doing discussing my existence and i don't know if that if that has any bearing on their support of my work or not but it was just something that was interesting to them this is that is fascinating to me in a very real way fascinating but for the record i'm not a bitch unless you bitch made but a bump so there you go guys not her fault it's all of our faults and uh the reason i'm talking about it is your ass is trending on twitter it was not just a little thing and it was a lot of people's personal fucking stories that are in the industry it wasn't even Mm -mm. some just people on twitter talking about i don't like her or whatever i'm sure there were like don't get me wrong but the ones i paid attention to was motherfuckers that know you being like i don't fuck with you i've had interactions with her hard to write that off to just hating you know so and then also man like that whole like all i do is try to uplift y'all people that shit just always strikes me wrong it's a certain type of person that does this shit as a quote-unquote activist that you're like you're like a charity do you think i'm a charity case nigga you black too advocate for your motherfucking self then you're not doing me a favor what the fuck like do you like if you're doing it for the righteous reasons then do it for that reasons 
but it's not altruism it's not charity like what's that shit y'all need to be thankful to me dog if you're a piece of shit if you're mean if you're whatever there's no amount of activism that's gonna make me be like well i guess i have to be okay with you no like it's a lot of fucking egomaniac activists too like yeah, so like any other industry right can't come to my house with that narcissism keep keep your shit over there can't come to my party you're on the list uh so yeah of course then it was just all twitter going in on her and stuff i'm not even gonna read all those tweets uh they were very funny and stuff um but you know my goal is not to try to like demean this woman it's just Mm-mm. this shit just sounded so delusional like maybe it really will come out later that this woman just hates her for no fucking reason just you know just woke up one day and was like i'm gonna fucking hate amanda seals for the rest of my life and but i just don't see it and it's just too many fucking people on a personal level not on some i don't like her podcast or i didn't like a role she played just on a personal level i met her and she did blank everybody with a platform got some people that don't like them everybody do yes they do but nigga just a lot not enough to trend not enough like come on now come on now like your haters can form a super group okay like like they can't all be haters um all right let's see uh let's do some fucking with black people guys all right fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fuck with the wheel sign points for zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody hey welcome back one of our faves kanye west reiterates that the republican party freed the slaves at a salt lake city sunday service oh y'all let them back in didn't you oh i saw it happen. you got tricked by that guy music you blacks love oh you hate that hug in the court but you love you some jesus i seen it i saw y'all creeping back don't try to deny it i was was all over twitter i could tell because i had i was trying to stay away from it but y'all talked about it so much i don't even follow him and it, it just flows over into my timeline i'm like this nigga doing sunday school again i know it's called sunday service but sunday school funnier like this nigga in sunday school again what is happening why are y'all fucking with this like a cult like jonestown everybody wearing all them yeah. fucking tatooine couture shit come on and y'all just out there just just retweeting it in the way just oh this is adorable he took justin timberlake and made it a gospel song oh this is amazing i said okay y'all y'all already forgot y'all canceled i didn't but Mm -hmm. you know i y'all already forgot that y'all promised that this nigga wasn't shit and when he was out here make america great again he's the most dangerous man on the planet we need to shut him down we need to not support him he was doing rants at every concert that's the Republican Party that freed the slaves. That's the Republican Party that freed the slaves. Oh shit! Because I chose my right. 
in it is. We got the rights, right? We got our own right to our own opinions, right? Yeah! Who I'm supposed to pick as the president? You black, cause you can't like Trump. I ain't never made a decision only based off my color. That's the form of slavery. Keep in mind, he's saying this as a a choir of black people uh, bob back and forth between, you know, like back and forth in front of him, and a sea full of white people out in Utah in the crowd. Yeah, I've seen them photos. I haven't seen the video, but I've seen the photos. Feel bad for them black people that came out there to uh, be in the choir thinking, oh man, I'll get to perform with Kanye West Sunday service. It's going right. to be a big deal. They didn't expect this and they should have can't you know i just feel bad that they they didn't see it coming obviously because or maybe they just didn't care because niggas true. sometimes they don't care i can't even imagine it was like did the checks cash i'm singing my son my soul out in this 95 degree heat in this hot ass yeezy choir robe made of fucking wool probably and this nigga's talking about how it's a mental slavery and you gotta fuck with trump come and all on. this shit my robe made out of woolly mammoth you know material. and it's it's sad to know that that shit they do works with the republicans freed the slaves party of lincoln it's sad to know there's some people so fucking stupid don't know they don't do any more research and they completely ignore the policies of the gop right now are completely about racism bigotry xenophobia and and they say shit like that like i guess this is why candace owens is so dangerous for people i guess this is why kanye west is so dangerous to people because if it can work on someone with a platform like kanye west then you know who else is going to be reached by him saying something this stupid what other white people uh that may need to question these things are actually feeling validated by kanye west you know and he's the number one grossing male hip-hop artist of last year so he's not some nobody you can't just i know people like that wishful thinking on twitter and shit where oh you know we're even checking for him nigga everybody apparently so yeah um can't say i'm shocked but i still get this nigga dracaris for this shit this shit is super whack man Mm mm-hmm and it's been long enough now i don't know if like he said he was back on his meds and shit so you know it and maybe that's why it's not as, it doesn't sound as bombastic as it was sounding but even still it's pretty bad so i give it a dracars care same 100 uh no dracars is higher than 100 oh, so okay dracars okay all right cool cool um beyonce says a heartfelt message to tyler perry uh because he um opened his studio um in atlanta now i thought this studio now apparently they have been filming some stuff like it's this shit's so big apparently like they have been filming like black panther and shit there it wasn't Mm -hmm. even officially that studio and it was not officially like you know the grand opening and shit but he went ahead and opened it um 
is a 250 million dollar 330 acre studio in atlanta dropped by the event the glamorous hollywood aspired gold evening gown and uh showing all her thickness oh she, she was gorgeous so thick. all the curves oh she was you know i ain't trying to be funny i i like a thick beyonce i'm not even gonna lie i mean i don't mind her being small but she actually looks good thick thick beyonce um but yeah um she a uh, she was impressed as everyone else um uh and i and i loved that there were so many celebrities there it was so black um and <laughs> once again always funny but uh the people that don't fuck with him you know had to take a night off a little bit because you know all day phase was there oprah beyonce and um you know uh like just just uh people that have would not have had a career cicely tyson cicely tyson um, a lot of people what is my woman's name that was in luke cage season two god i can't remember her name off the top of my head a lot of people started with him and actually went on to be megastars yeah and there's people like that taraji p henson yeah he was giving us jobs when nobody would come on you know and i'm not gonna go up for tyler again for the thousand time on this show i feel like y'all know how i feel about this and Mm -hmm. a lot of y'all niggas need to check your respectability for why you really don't fuck with him but um in general though dude made a way uh and got a lot of black people work and for people trying to downplay it he's now doing the thing that you claimed you wanted him to do well why is he why is he just let other people direct movies and stop trying to well with a studio like this black panthers film there so now like you can have people direct stuff there on the premises that y'all would claim to be better more you know whatever the the, the shit that you like now you can have people do that there mm-hmm. y'all can see a lot of more Tyler Perry studios yeah and it was weird seeing people flip-flop to you know i'm never for capitalism and i don't care if he's black or not and i'm like yeah except i see your every day on here and you straight up be about representation in media and you go up for every fucking black thing media project everything shadow and act retweets you are there for well guess what the fuck they gonna be filming that shit right so even in like you can't escape it even in your hatred like when motherfuckers don't like a certain person they like stop trying to couch it in these big words and be like i don't like that nigga right make it plain like you keep trying to make it like and it's just every time this happens it just violates your own supposed principles because you can't be honest and be like man it's just him like it like it look when it's somebody else i'll be all up on it when it's beyonce i don't give a fuck about capitalism Mm -mm, i'm buying all the beyonce gear i'm going i'm watching all the netflix documentaries come on every single one of every line clean soundtrack i'm streaming it all let megan come out come on yeah like it's just so weird when they try to pull that shit and i'm like y'all so full of shit this is why i don't respect people because you can't be honest and be like man it ain't even about that i just don't want to be happy for this dude but yeah it was cool to see uh to see that uh beyonce said happy sunday uh in an instagram caption uh with accompanying pictures of her and and jay-z arriving at festivities congratulations to tyler perry on the opening of his studios i would i could feel our ancestors presence it makes me so proud so full i could not stop crying thank you uh she continued thank you my virgo brother for so much love and passion put it to every detail my prayer today is that you will take it all in you inspire me to dream even bigger 
wow i can't imagine what beyonce what's even bigger, bigger dreams look like right so you don't fuck them out she gonna be like hello y'all all the way from the moon are we ready <laughs> right who are in the moon me uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so uh zero to hundred oh i'm not fuck with it all and uh they also said that he had like uh he got a hollywood uh star on the hollywood walk of fame mm-hmm. and they were saying that uh people that had acted with him he gave them all their own mini versions of stars in the studio yeah and someone said he even named a soundstage after spike lee even after what spike lee said about him couldn't be me i don't know if that's just super levels of petty or super levels of uh forgiveness and graciousness because you call me a motherfucking menstrual and a coon i'm not the only thing i'm, I'm named a trash what, can after your too. ass he came spike, spike lee came mm-hmm. see i would have named a trash can after your ass bro these welcome to the spike lee urinals okay fuck you nigga i ain't forgot what you did anyway see you by the red carpet on my star that's a classic motherfucker bro like i i still think if people can't see what he did man i i just i question their own uh ability to to look at shit because mm-hmm, because you you know it because the the things that he's did it, he he's also regardless of how people feel he's also in that realm of quote-unquote living legends and the thing about living legends while they're living nobody appreciates them until they die and then somebody gonna sit down and go through all the shit he's done and all the people he's the, yeah i mean like i don't want to say nobody appreciates him because he's getting a star on walk of fame mm-hmm. he's got honored at the BET awards like i'm not saying nobody appreciates him i just think there's a certain type of person that doesn't appreciate him but then they don't want to examine why and if they do they can't be honest about why it's every like they don't want to say i'm just so fucking scared of the white gays that i'm i think he's setting us back for white people i think he's setting us back because there shall only be one type of representation and i'm telling people they i wish they would take one more step to think about it because a lot of times when it seems like i don't care about shit it's not that i don't care is that i've thought about this shit so fucking much because my brain doesn't stop thinking about shit like this i've thought about it so much that i understand how people arrive at the conclusions they do and i'm not bothered by it because i actually understood there's no right answer if people would stop thinking there's right answers to the race question in america all the time you'd be more free yeah you would be because it's not our fault we can't fix it anyway it's not our fault it is not our problem to fix so if you could understand that you would like you could understand why this nigga having a studio has nothing to fucking do with whatever art house black like intellectual shit you want to see get produced if anything that shit owes him some favors because they produced more black shit because he was going he was selling tickets without going through them i said i wasn't gonna go up for this nigga and here i am but yeah my point is man like if if you would take one more second to think you put less weight on everything and i mean even the egregious things like uh that fucking hug from both i'm john's little brother i understand that hug or no hug it ain't stopping the next bullet from killing a black person Mm-mm. it's not stopping it so i have to put less weight on it because i'm like fuck man i don't agree with it i wouldn't have done it but at the end of the day it's actually not gonna change anything they've been talking about forgiveness and not forgiveness for fucking centuries with us not gonna change a goddamn thing so you might as well live your life and be free man do the best you can for the people around you you know anyway 
and i say that all in a game that's designed for us to, to judge everything about race so i'm full of complexities all right let's go to uh guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time i guess i had to go solo karen dropped out on me y'all i'm I'm sorry it's okay uh it's time (laughs) for choked up over here my bad it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we guess the race of the people involved of course everyone playing in the chat room is racist so yeah wrap your mind around that one my bad i ain't know who's gonna go off off the rail y'all you have to apologize totally understandable just making a joke uh all right let's Everybody get to, like you going off the rails let's go to the let's get to, to to the jokes let's see uh a woman is charged with operating a fake clinic and allegedly tries to take out a hit on her husband what a polk county woman who was in jail for allegedly uh operating an illegal weight loss clinic called drop it like it's hot Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Faces new charges for allegedly trying to hire a hitman to kill her husband. Jesus Delieda Lopez, who goes by Jesse, 40, was arrested twice before op- before for operating a business without a li- proper license. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judge said, Grady Judge said Wednesday, while Lopez was in jail, she unknowingly called an undercover cop and tried to arrange a hit. Oh! She's thinking, hmm, if my husband were out of the way, that would take care of my witness and my child custody issues, upon Judd, who no. added that Lopez and her husband are going through a divorce. Her efforts were thwarted by deputies who said, uh, who after she used a jailhouse phone to call the number of the undercover detective. Uh, they probably got big ass size. All these calls are monitored, baby. They probably was like, we got some good news and some bad news. Now see, what you want first? Good news or the bad news? Give me the good news. Well, the good news is, you ain't gotta go nowhere to take your booking pictures <laughs> or go to jail. What's the bad news this shit? Your ass gonna be in here for a lot longer than you thought. <laughs> a lot longer mm-hmm. according to jail phone records she talked to him under the guise of having a tree to be removed from her house for how much money you think she want her husband killed for okay what's the going rate for a hit these days uh, about five thousand two thousand dollars Ooh, nigga if you don't divorce Ooh, me she on the cheap end she went to 99 cent menu on it for two thousand dollars just divorce me okay i'll take out the payday loan don't kill me for two thousand not for two thousand i mean god damn i, I mean i'm now. i'm at least the double digits i mean come on can you at least at least put 10 to 15 even if start you a, ain't got it pretend start a GoFundMe. i know a kickstarter we wanted to make sure he had the, we had the right tree so we went to the house and there's no trees in the yard and we said can you send us a picture of the tree and there's no trees in the yard so then lopez sent a photo of her husband as the tree they need to be removed she allegedly wrote a letter blaming him for her stay in jail and in it she says can it be like an accident like a robbery gone wrong oh that's that sent us a tree she was like look this oak right here is what i need for you to move from my mm-hmm. front yard okay got a lot of branches okay try to grow some roots if you know what i'm saying lopez was originally arrested in uh june 2018 for practicing without a medical license at doc at 
at doctor drop it like it's hot where she portrayed herself as a nurse at a weight loss clinic Do- what the doctor doctor drop it at- was she the nurse or the doctor well nurse drop it like it's hot don't sound as good Mm-mm. well lopez got arrested in february for the same crime this time opening a gym uh now she faces a charge of solicitation to commit first degree murder how is she able to open up this shit and without showing paperwork or shit she must run it out of her house you're not a doctor you're not a weight loss expert you're a crn a criminal right now said judd <laughs> got jokes uh <laughs> look if you go in there's just one weight come on no bars lopez is in jail without bonds she told the judge wednesday she wants her own she wants her own lawyer so she'll be back in the courtroom friday karen guess the race latinx okay let's check the chat room see what they believe um one who is stealing all the jobs <laughs> ain't oh. no border wall high ain't no border wall high enough uh polk county florida is a little puerto rico pr latina latinx i know black dominican uh couldn't get her husband deported so she decided to put him a hit out on him latinx oh. latinx latinx authentic mexican and to the wall latinx the correct answer is everyone had the same answer everyone got it right and i'll put her chat uh picture up give me one second guys mm-hmm. um and she does appear to have some cornrows so i don't know if this is appropriating or not but what i do know is none of you niggas better write an email about it okay we've had enough uh did the picture show up oh okay mm-hmm. uh, okay yeah yeah hmm. hmm there's a lot happening in that photo mm-hmm uh braids and ponytails a lot happening glasses i know if i was her husband i'd make like a tree and leave <laughs> must have been one of them family trees <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh all right let's do another one um oh i leave florida right uh a man suspected of being extremely intoxicated rode his bike into a port orange high school campus friday morning meandered into a classroom and took a seat at an open desk what what is happening here now don't the teachers in florida have guns wasn't that a thing that just passed mm-hmm. yeah somebody good shot him dead this motherfucker walked right into the classroom and was fine everybody throw the whole school away okay deputies responded to spruce creek high school on taylor road friday around 8 55 a.m where the school resource officer had Derek marlowe 51 in handcuffs in the dean's office marlowe was seen on surveillance video entering the school campus at 8 37 a.m on his bicycle riding past the campus advisor who was checking vehicles and students coming in on into onto campus according to the arrest report that monitor told deputies he was checking in the vehicles when he saw the man enter on the campus from exit lane that person called the spruce creek high school campus advisor on his cell phone and informed her of the suspicious person the advisor and the vice principal then began attempting to locate marlowe however the school staff were not notified via school radio 
of the suspicious person and notified of a co-red incident they were not notified that's okay. not good uh last security occurred they put out a statement about that marlo entered the school down j hallway where he lingered while classes were in session before entering c hallway and walking into classroom c20 at 8:45 a.m surveillance video showed the report says the door was ajar because the student came back from using a restroom and did not fully close the door behind them yeah let's blame the kids on this one right that's whose father really was Fucker shouldn't have been in there hi fellow students fellow kids i know that the, the teacher looked the fuck you doing here 40 year old man the teacher told Mar- debbie she saw marlo walk into class but at first uh thought it was someone he knew after marlo started asking about pictures on the wall in the classroom and taking a seat to open desk the teacher determined he was not meant to be there and activated his emergency button in the classroom uh why so he was the being, teacher was the only one that like actually told everybody hey this nigga here i mean after he was already in the classroom i mean that's kind of late for that one anyway karen guess the race oh white white everybody white all right karen's going with white let's see what you guys believe this is why mr clark put chains on the doors <laughs> that's not a race uh white uh 80s movie plot white <laughs> mr clark mr clark they be no kid right they got in from the inside uh probably thought it was the janitor black white billy madison on this episode of white news white debo riding his bike back to school to get his ged black the correct answer is you guys are split on this one but the correct answer and karen got it white mm-hmm. and many of you missed it uh oh shit that didn't work let me uh go back many of you did miss it i'm trying to play the booze yeah the school faculty everybody was white because honey that would have been somebody brown they wouldn't have had no problem notifying everybody that he wasn't supposed to be there yeah did the picture show up not yet. it just popped hold on it's slowly popping up okay no problem take your time what yep yep like he does not even look like he should be around anyone's school right that was and pure that- white privilege that got his ass up in that past that resource officer and into that classroom with the right white man we can do anything because the, the the person that was out there they were doing their job they notified somebody whoever they notified on the inside was supposed to put out an app because any mm-hmm. suppose he'd walked up on a student he'd harass a student sexually assault anything yep all right let's uh let's get to uh the bonus round and and get ready to wrap this whole shebang bang up all right let's get to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round of guest race so far karen is actually two for two can y'all believe it no but let's see if she goes three for three all right uh a north carolina teen is charged with poisoning her ex-boyfriend's drink with bleach and dish detergent god damn we're gonna we try to double dose it mm-hmm clearly trying to make a clean getaway
maybe she was just trying to put some joy into the relationship oh Oh, that one was good uh a wake county teen is accused of using bleach and dish detergent to poison her ex-boyfriend her ex-boyfriend's drink michaela bridges 18 was arrested and charged with distributing noxious food noxious food causing harm the poisoning happened at a home in smithfield according to johnson county deputies the 17 year old victim reportedly drank the poison mixture out of a gatorade bottle wow but he never thought their relationship would cascade out of control like this Uh, <laughs> he was uh hospitalized and expected to be okay as of right now no word on a motive has been released karen guess the race of michaela bridges michaela i, I want to say michaela bridges i'm gonna go white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh <laughs> okay K can't say that dawn of a new day yeah i don't think he, it dawned on him that it was poison um we tied up black 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 um b plus subscription black McKay. oh bet plus subscription black hbl two-part documentary white no, I'm going to change my. I'm going to go to Changing black. it to black? Yeah, because Michaela. I don't know too many white Michaelas. Okay. Tar, uh, sister doing it for herself. Michaela, Michaela Black, white, negress. Most people went black on this. Blacker than Tyler Perry Studios. <laughs> well, most people went black on this. Karen went black. Uh, and is that your final answer? You flip flopped? I guess my final answer. Okay. The correct answer is oh so i was right oh my god no you were wrong because no. you changed it yes i was wrong so you yes. missed that yes okay I'm, yeah I'm, no my initial response was right that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. feel the fury of all the booze okay i, I will i will take them booze you was all you should have trusted your gut and of course some of you got it right congratulations and yes that's a white girl is it showing up yet uh yeah she's very white so and she do look like a white girl named michaela like she got the look like i want i want to guess the race of the boyfriend you know what i'm saying yeah, like i got a feeling you know what i'm was, saying that name was tyrone yeah i got i got a feeling about who got poisoned up in here um all right let's go to sore ratchetness <laughs> Mm-hmm. She just wanted to be sure that her. F- she just wanted to be sure that her finished finished the job. I don't even know that that brand. Mm-hmm. There's a brand called Finished. It must be some dollar store stuff. Okay, yeah, it's the cheap stuff. I'm not like you other Negroes. Uh, liquor store clerk kills man swinging samurai sword 
port jefferson new york a man wielding a samurai sword was shot and killed by an employee of port jeff's liquors thursday afternoon i was responding to port jeff's liquors uh after a clerk at the store called 911 at 2 23 p.m and said he had shot a man who came in the store swinging a sword as i like to call it justice yeah detectives determined the 50 year old theater scoville went into the store swung a samurai sword three times before the clerk shot him uh police did not identify the store clerk the clerk's gun is legally owned and no criminal charges have been filed open and shut case he had a sword beneath a poncho it seemed to be without saying a word he pulled the sword out swung it three times at least three times at a very close distance to the person behind the counter uh Ann mira snaden a port jefferson village trustee called the shooting a tragic circumstance in a statement on facebook it appears that an emotionally unstable person entered a business local business here in our village with a weapon his actions posed an imminent threat to the merchant who regrettably was forced to shoot the individual in the defense of himself oh what no thank you okay guys that's how to get you that's how to get you mm-hmm. y'all be careful you go into the lick store you just trying to get you some crown next thing you know nigga swinging a sword at you okay all right y'all until uh next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.